0: Hi everyone, and welcome to AB Conversations, where we will help you CFP your way out of it. A podcast where you get into the minds of a couple certified financial planners on how we think and feel about everyday financial planning questions and what should really matter most to you. A healthier financial life starts. Welcome back, Ben. Time for another Rip Rip podcast. Yeah, we are um, quickly coming up on like podcast 100 so like wow. countdown to a little little milestone there for you and I yeah yeah it, so it, major it, major prize to anyone that can honestly say they've listened to every single one of them
1: because oh man I, that's the prize thank you, and but and I'm itself. sorry
0: <laughs> yeah right, right. Say, 100,
1: 100 feels like a lot but then it also doesn't feel like we've done 100 so it's a weird feeling when you're having this much fun, Adam, is it really work? <laughs> That's is right. It really work. That's what they
0: say. <laughs> um, hard pivot to a <laughs> yep. not so fun topic. Um, yeah. We've kind of called this podcast podcast for God's sake, get insurance.
1: <laughs> um,
0: you know, as planners, I think we want to talk about all the different aspects of planning and you know, insurance is certainly not the fun one. We're talking about morbid things, and as you and I kind of piece together some notes, um, maybe this is a little teaser for the magazine coming out in another week or two. Our experiences in life, you know, will shape the way that we think and feel about money, and yeah. it's like statistically impossible to run into somebody who hasn't lost a loved one, who hasn't had a a really sad story to tell. Hopefully, not a, a painful story to tell, mm-hmm. and that's a reason why we talk about the role of life insurance and planning to hopefully not have emotional travesties become a financial one. So I'll stop because I don't want to take away like all the the key lines here that we kind of have prepped, but let's let's be a little raw today and just talk
1: about the importance of life
0: insurance and planning.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So from a planning aspect, it's so... I think everybody knows insurance in general is something that you either are required to have or it's nice to have it oh, in right. case you in case you need it, right? Just it's insurance in general. It's why we have homeowners insurance or you have car insurance, health insurance. It's for these the the what if or the oh crap moments. You'd like to have something better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it, right? That whole saying. Yeah, how many times do? Has there been the phone call to us or the message? You
0: know, somebody has passed away. Your mm-hmm. heart drops, but then I can tell you, I've had the experience where my second thought is, "Thank God they had that life insurance." Right. Nobody's yeah. ever
1: called and been like, "I'm sorry, we did that." Right, right, <laughs> right. Anyway, yeah. Well, so then on that note, when we when we think um, from a planning perspective, we would say there's there's a couple foundational aspects to planning that. We wanna make sure that these boxes are checked first before diving too deep. And in life insurance in this, in this instance is what we're gonna be talking about is, is one of those kind of four foundational elements. It's making sure you have a cash reserve. Are you living within your means, right? Uh, saving for a rainy day, spending less than you're earning, having the right insurances, depending on your situation and making sure you have at least some estate plan documented as kind of the the foundation. Yeah, so said differently, if we're talking
0: about these being foundational elements, in our opinion, right, you're going to go through different phases of life, but in our opinion, there's really not a scenario at any age where you shouldn't have some sort of insurance and you should not have some sort of estate plan. And I think that just comes down to anything can happen at any time, right? Mm -hmm. Premature death is a thing. You know, I know that you have people in your life that have passed away at our age or younger, and mm-hmm. I have too, and it's it's numbing, um, yeah. but sadly it's the reality. So when we say they're
1: foundational things, it's to get it, it's to take care of it, it's to check those boxes. Yeah. Yeah, and there's many, there's many different ways to go about that. Maybe we'll get into, to, maybe not some of those specific details, but just give some ideas on trying to put it into perspective. Um, you know, ha- having a life insurance can mean so many different things. There's so many different types of coverage that you can get associated costs with that uh, vary widely, um, depending on what you're looking for. So it really is situational, but we'll kind of go through then at just a bare minimum, having something is better than nothing. That was, yeah. So to give you credit, those were, those were your words before we started to record. Uh, and we'll throw out, throw out some different scenarios that you know, we think it may apply.
0: So let's use that as the segue. What, what is the advice? When we think about having people do this and we're saying you need to do this, then we can kind of come at this from two angles. Let's educate a little bit on what that means, but let's also recognize as planners like why, why <laughs> people don't do it. And maybe there are some mm-hmm. misconceptions there. So let's just start at the top. When we say it's a foundational piece, why should it be there? what are those situations where we feel like life insurance needs to be there to
1: cover cover what yeah yeah i mean right off the bat it's if somebody else anybody in the world is relying on you or your income for support then you probably you would need some life insurance <laughs> just boom right off the top um, you know cuz we were talking talking to a client not that long ago younger person doesn't isn't married doesn't have a child there the need for insurance may not necessarily be very strong in that situation right but you can make you can make arguments depending on what else they have in there going on in their life that it still may make sense but you know just as a as a baseline if there's somebody else kind of relying on you and you're not here or your income is not here then it's worth at least having that conversation to review your situation yeah and so being a little bit more specific that's you're talking about income
0: replacement. Like I I need this person's income, but usually that's because I'm supporting a mortgage. I've got children. Um, Those children I want to have education paid for at some point, right? There there are specifics in somebody's life that we could talk about specific goals and what those amount to, but Mm -hmm. yeah, at its most basic form, I'm now imagining the most, and I know you're knowing what I'm talking about, the most recent scenario, Okay. Well, they weren't even married yet, but there's a house, there's a mortgage mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. therefore now the income isn't there for one person to support that. And that's just heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. I think I can, I'm going to, I'm going to use that example as kind of a segue into sometimes why people don't think about doing it. I think mm-hmm. at a younger age, and I, I, I mean, feel like I'm still young. I don't know about you. <laughs> um, that's, that's a lie I feel really old in those days but I think I'm still young um, you can kind of, I think there is an element of like I've got this they call it the Superman complex yeah. like it won't it won't happen to me so I don't need
1: to worry mm-hmm. about it. hmm yeah that I think that in general is just that is a human thing and it doesn't necessarily just apply to, to life insurance right that's that's a lot of things in life that yeah that, that happens to other people that that's that doesn't happen to me it's not going to happen to me. So I don't, I don't have to worry about it. That's a, bit, that's a big one. Um, I think the other part or another part is just, it's so easy to just put off and procrastinate. And we've, I think we've talked about that in other, other podcasts and talking about estate planning in general, which is a tie in here, but it's just, it's one of those things. that's just, it's not a pleasant thought exercise to go through. It's not, they're not fun conversations to have. And for many of us, it's just way easier to avoid than actually yeah. kind of face head on and, and, and tackle. Well,
0: and I wonder if there's misconceptions too, especially if we're talking about
1: different, let's go through the
0: different phases of life. You know, we were just mm, talking yeah. about the situation where you're young, you're just getting started. Maybe it's a mortgage, it's kids. You know, somebody else is really dependent on that income. You maybe need a lot of insurance, but a lot of insurance... The, the cost of insurance is really relative to your age and your health so right right I, th- I think there's probably a misconception if we're just talking about a simple term policy meaning it may run out at some point and you hope that you outlive that I know we just mm-hmm. did a podcast that said <laughs> what less than three percent of the two. times those things yeah. pay out yep um but to a to a 25 year old you know what are we talking about here you know two hundred fifty
1: thousand dollars worth of insurance is going to cost what yeah. Depending on, on what that term is, 10, 10 or 20 years, you're looking at, you know, 10 to $20 a month, depending on their health. So it's, it's certainly not like cost
0: prohibitive, right? I right. think your, your point of, is it Superman complex? Is a procrastination? This is why the title should be, for God's sake, just get the insurance, like put something <laughs> in place think about the things in your life that you spend more than, you know, $20 a month on. Yeah. Um, and just get it done.
1: Yeah. So where do you want to go from there?
0: You go through this phase of life where, okay, yeah. now you get, you get a little bit older, you know, maybe you're not having kids at a younger age or you haven't taken the leap into a mortgage mortgage earlier. I, I, I know we did this prep. So stay in that vein, a 40 year old couple, has the cost gone up dramatically from a 25 year
1: old to a 40 year old? Yeah, surprisingly, nope. not that much, which is which was interesting. And I mean, it's, for everybody listening, we we are licensed to sell insurance. It's not a huge component of our business, but we do have access to kind of run these quotes through a third party that we work with. Um, so again, we don't do a ton of insurance, but it was it was surprising to me to see how close it really was—the difference between a 25-year-old and in our example now a 40-year-old. Um, so again, depending on health, depending on that term, but you're talking 15 to $30 a month for that same 250,000 of coverage. So even there, again, it's not, it's not, it shouldn't be cost prohibitive. There are other types of insurance that do have much higher price tags associated with them. Um, but I think it does does illustrate the point that from a cost standpoint, that, that sh- shouldn't be too big of a hurdle Um, you know, in approaching
0: it. Depending on who you work for, life insurance may be a group benefit and you may have the option to take more than just what they maybe provide as a benefit, Mm -hmm. call it Mm 50,000 and start to add multiples on that, your choice and you're paying into that, but it may Mm -hmm. be a very easy way to go and get more insurance for a period of time if you feel like there's a greater need. It's just, the point is it needs to be a conversation and even if you're getting into those that that middle aged period of life, where all right now, maybe the kids are a little bit older, you know, maybe they're out of the house. I'm getting closer to retirement.
1: Life insurance may still play a role, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I'm glad you said that because as you were talking earlier, we've we've often kind of framed it as there's there's an there's a curve, that's the insurance curve of life, right? When when you are maybe younger, or if you have the mortgage, you have the kids, you have a family that you're supporting, or, or kind of that is relying on you for income and assets. That's when you need probably the most amount of insurance that you may need your entire life. And, and it should be the cheapest time of your life too, <laughs> right? in yes, that you are younger, and hopefully healthy that yeah, the the cost associated with that shouldn't be shouldn't be crazy. And as you age, right, hopefully, say someone's in their 50s and 60s, took out a mortgage, had kids. Hopefully the kids are out of, out of school, out of the house, off mom and dad's payroll. Hopefully the mortgage is all but paid off or, or already gone. Like the those kind of inputs to the process may now lead to, well, now maybe you don't need as much or, or you know you may not need as much insurance now later in life. But I think what you just said, there are other reasons to have life insurance later in life, that may not necessarily be to replace income, or you know, to, to pay off a mortgage or to pay off some debt. It can now go to a an estate and a legacy planning conversation because life insurance, more often than not, is a tax free um, asset to whoever's going to inherit that, whoever's going to be the beneficiary. Yeah, my mind goes so many places. So the. <laughs>
0: The, the good part about it, getting it earlier in life again, is cost um, as you have more income and, and less need. I think, think we've said this in other places, but the point is to get the coverage you need, pay as little as possible and then get rid of it when you don't need it anymore. Right. But when do people get sick? When, when is the time to worry about that? God forbid, it's a, you know, it's a cancer diagnosis. It's, it's anything of that nature. As long yeah. as you have that term policy in place, you can convert that into something permanent you can have a policy if cash flow works for you, that you are building some equity in it. You know mm-hmm. that it is going to last your whole lifetime. There's just so many different ways to go about it. The yeah. point is, in my in my world, to this podcast, start it young, get that coverage you need. And to your point, there's so many different ways that you can then try to leverage that strategy into something new,
1: something that fits yes. the new need um, later in life. All because you started it earlier. Yeah, and so that's 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 a great point, point. and it is that that future flexibility or the just the future options that you have once once you have coverage, you do give yourself some uh, other pivot points in the future. That yeah, you, horrible health diagnosis. Now you can kind of decide: is this still the right fit? Do I have other options? Again, you, just having it up front is kind of the key because once you get on the other side of maybe your just your health is declining, or you just have one of those just kind of pop up surprise diagnosis um, that that then is removed from the table as an option. Um, Life insurance more often than not in, in the face of, you know, something significant like that. So having it early to your point, while you're young, while you're healthy, just gives you other flexibility and other options, potentially later too. I feel like we come across that a lot where, you know, we meet with the client, sometimes a client we've known
0: for a little while and they're like, huh. <laughs> so I had this little policy. My parents started it for me or whatever, you know, it was mm-hmm. enough to bury me as a kid. It was 10, $25,000 worth of death benefit. But now, you know, here I am at 60, 65 years old and there's $20,000 of cash value in it. Yeah. Great. Now let's talk about leveraging that maybe into your long-term care concerns, or let's talk yeah. about leveraging that into you know, a different policy that may serve a different purpose for your legacy. It's just, it's not all lost, but it all, I'm going back to the beginning here. It all starts with the fact that maybe they were way better about it, the generation before us, because it was door-to-door insurance salesmen. And we can make that sound like it was a horrible thing, but people took care of it. You know, so I don't want our generation and the generation below us to just live in the Superman complex where I don't have to address that.
1: Um, The generation before us was probably better about doing it. Yeah, and, and I think on top of that potential Superman complex, it is, you know, while you are younger, you have other bills, you have other expenses. This being another one just doesn't feel like it's high priority, right, on the list. But the, but the fear there or the potential outcome is, okay, well, when later in life, when you feel like you can afford it, by the way, you said this earlier, the cost also increased, so by foregoing that you you may it may end up being a wash in the end or it may end up costing you more by by waiting maybe you're not as healthy as you were in your in your 20s and 30s. Um, so I don't, I don't know that just popped into my head yeah. as another kind of way to look at it.
0: And fair point. I'll just make the joke here because we did some of this too. Like that 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 to me is a question of priorities because you're going to spend 15 to 20 dollars a month on your Netflix subscription. <laughs> You're paying $25, $30 for a case of beer or $20 mm-hmm. for a pizza pie on a Friday night. Yeah. It, it's, not, it's not cost prohibitive. And if you really do buy into the fact that life is going to throw you curveballs, we don't know what's coming. Lean on the fact that you've probably heard and seen experiences around you of other people. God forbid it was somebody close mm-hmm. to you. This stuff can happen. So yeah. just get it done. Yeah, just get it done. Yeah, I got nothing to add to that. Get it done. Then we'll then we'll leave it there. It's much like we talk about a will.
1: Let's put life insurance in that camp. These are things you just have to do. Yep. Yeah. So if you want to, if you're if you don't have insurance or you have insurance and you just kind of want to talk through your options, want to review what you have to fit your situation, let us know. That's why we're here. Thank you, sir. We'll uh. All right. We'll move. We'll move to something a little more upbeat for
0: next time. <laughs> That's that my promise. Product.
1: <laughs> got it. all right oh all right great rest today all
0: right bye hey everyone Adam and I really appreciate you tuning in please note that the opinions we voiced in the show are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be most appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, your accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to making any decisions or investing. Thanks for listening.